Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. Do you define your vision and goals only to struggle to stay on track? Well, in today's episode, we're going to dive into the five essential elements of commitment so that you can set your goals and achieve them. If you can relate to those missed deadlines and dreams, don't worry, you're not alone. Research shows 92% of people do not achieve their goals. Nikki, you're one of the few 8% and has an amazing track record of achieving big goals. So how do you do it? What's the secret to your success? There's no secret. Success really is about staying motivated mm-hmm. and focusing on the right thing at the right time. Mm. It doesn't matter how big your vision and goals may be. You just have to break it down into something that helps you avoid all the distractions and focus on only the things that matter that will give you the leverage and move forward towards where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And that's really what commitment is about, is that it helps you break down a really big dream or a really big vision into measurable, tangible goals. Mm. And then from there, knowing what to focus on and when. So there are five essential elements of commitment. Mm -hmm. The first one is having a clear and compelling personal and professional vision. The the thing is, you know, if you don't know who you want to be Mm -hmm. and where you want to go, any road will take you there. (laughs) Exactly. So, and it's not enough to just have a vision in one aspect of your life, whether it's personal, Mm -hmm. like I want to have a dream home or I want to have a great relationship, but have zero perspective on your professional vision. Or the reverse, where you have big ambitions professionally and you have, uh, you want to get to the C-suite, you want to have a big multi-million dollar business, but you have no clarity on your personal vision. Mm. So it's important to have as much clarity about your personal and professional goals and Mm -hmm. be able to clearly define them and then be really excited about it because what good is a vision if you're not excited about getting to it? It Mm -hmm. has to be something that pulls you. You just can't wait to jump out of bed Mm -hmm. because every day you're making progress towards that vision that you care so deeply about. The second essential element is having measurable personal and professional goals for the year. Mm, So a vision could be something that's very long-term that, you know, you, whether it's defined over three years, five years, 10 years, or 20 years that you mm-hmm. may want to get to. But when it's that grand and, and that far out, mm-hmm. you may not know what specifically you need to achieve in a shorter time frame. So it's right. a lot easier to define um, measurable goals on a one-year level. Mm-hmm. Right? So set an annual goal. And then again, go back to those categories across that looks at your life holistically, Mm -hmm. all the things that matter to you, whether it's family and Mm -hmm. health and wealth and career or your spiritual needs and so forth. Look at all of those categories Mm -hmm. and then define very clearly what is the goal, you know, that 
you can set against each of them so that holistically it moves you towards that vision for your life that you have. Right. And make sure that they're in balance with each other. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that you have uh, equal focus on every single one because you can make intentional decisions about which area of your life actually requires you to focus on it now. Mm -hmm. Maybe the year before, you did extraordinarily well in your career, but as a result, maybe your health suffered. Mm -hmm. You know, fitness was not a top priority and now it needs to be because it's going to have a downstream impact. Anything we ignore eventually catches up with us. Mm -hmm. So this annual planning and goal setting is a great opportunity for you to really look back at that wheel of life and mm -hmm. say, which one is actually holding me back? Mm -hmm. Which one is getting in the way? And how do I calibrate that so I can bring back that uh, momentum back into my life by having all aspects, mm. um, you know, in that wheel of life in, in uh, you know, calibrated and coordination. So it's giving me the speed and momentum for my life. Excellent. The third essential element of commitment is having a defined and achievable personal and professional plan for the quarter. Mm. So you defined your annual goals, mm -hmm. right? But that's like looking out, you know, when you're driving, let's say in the dark, and you can't see 100 mm -hmm. feet out, mm -hmm. right? Um, but you can see a quarter of that. Mm -hmm. And that's really what this comes down to is you can set your annual goals, but there's a lot that's going to happen in a year. Mm -hmm. Some things that are within your control and some things that won't be in your control. Mm -hmm. But if you have to look out just 90 days, mm -hmm. It's a lot more manageable because you can anticipate a lot better what's likely to happen in 90 days within your life or mm -hmm. your career or even generally, you know, in things outside of your control. So right. that visibility allows you to make a much better plan, a much mm -hmm. more achievable plan because you have that line of sight into mm -hmm. that. And it also gives makes a big problem smaller. So rather than setting, you know, looking at your annual goal and saying, wow. I've got to lose 20 pounds, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that yes. may be a lot, or mm -hmm. maybe I've got to double my income. That feels intimidating. Um, but when you break down that annual goal into something just for one quarter, it's a quarter of that. Mm -hmm. So it's less intimidating to think about, well, I've got to lose five pounds, mm -hmm. you know, instead of worrying about the 20. And you just focus on that. Right. And you think about what needs to happen. What are the habits, what are the actions and the activities that need to happen in those 90 days mm -hmm. for you to get to uh, your 90-day uh, outcome or the milestone you set for yourself. The fourth essential element is having one weekly commitment towards mm. those personal and professional goals. So you may know what needs to happen over the course of 90 days or 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. What if you could break it down even further and ignore the 11 weeks and just focus on the one week that you're in? And before the start of that week, being able to define that, what is that one thing that is the most important thing that gives you the most leverage, that gives you the most momentum towards your mm -hmm. bigger vision, so that if you just accomplish that one thing, that you know for a fact that you're going to be moving towards what you really want. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to remove the distraction or even the stress and anxiety of not worrying about everything else. Mm -hmm. Because... If you're not focused, if you're not clear about that one commitment, you may easily get distracted by other people's demands on your time or the next new thing that comes your way. Right. And the next thing you know, you're chasing after so many things. You've got 
47 items on your task list and you're just overwhelmed and stressed. Yes. And the week is gone and now you did not achieve that one thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe several weeks have gone and now you're at the end of your quarter and you have not made progress towards that. So Mm -hmm. having clarity on a week-to-week level to say, what is that one thing Mm -hmm. that I must get done is really important. And finally, the fifth essential element of commitment is conducting these weekly reviews where you get to celebrate progress, not just achievement. Mm. It's a lot like running a marathon. You know, if you never stopped to fuel up (laughs) (laughs) and ran the entire way, you probably won't even make it. Mm -hmm. So it's important to make sure you're being able to not only take stock of where you are, what you learned, but Mm -hmm. also being able to kind of, you know, refuel yourself and celebrate the fact that Mm -hmm. you took action. Yes. And our focus tends to be on what we achieved and said, okay, here's uh, an actual achievement that we had. And we only celebrate those. Well, oftentimes those can be few and far between. Right. But what if you got into the habit of celebrating every single week Mm -hmm. and just having something to look forward to? So that weekly habit, that weekly review that allows you to not only um, fuel up and regain the excitement mm-hmm. and uh, also gives you an opportunity to pivot if needed. Because mm-hmm. now you're making shorter, quicker pivots towards that North Star. And so if there's something that has changed or something that was out of your control mm-hmm. and you need to take new strategies or plan out a new course of action, you've got enough time to do, be able to do that. So those conducting those weekly reviews are really essential as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, setting a goal at uh, the beginning of the year and then looking at the goals on December 31st and say, oops, I mm-hmm. forgot I even had these goals right. or wow, I'm nowhere near them. Mm-hmm. So imagine being able to look at it every single week and then kind of like iterating and adjusting as you need so that you can make sure you get there. That's excellent. And celebrating every week too, when you look back, you realize that then you enjoyed the journey. Exactly. You actually enjoyed the journey. Exactly. Because it's rarely about the destination. It's who we are becoming in the journey and what we're learning in the journey that mm-hmm. defines, you know, the kind of experience and fulfillment we have, not just the achievements we stack up. So in simple terms, it's really taking a really big problem and breaking it down into small, tangible things that you can actually achieve and celebrate. And it gives you the momentum to keep going. Exactly. It really comes down to being able to focus on just one thing. Because mm-hmm. what gets in the way of achieving your goals is distraction. Mm. Because you're distracted by so many other things. You're trying to go after multiple things at the same time. Or perhaps you're just subconsciously worried mm-hmm. and anxious about all the other things you're not getting to while you're focusing on one thing. So being able to plan in a way that takes this big vision mm-hmm into measurable goals for the year, into a quarter, into uh, a month or a week or then a day allows you to just let go, Mm, let go and just focus. And focus allows you to then excel at what you're doing and Mm -hmm. give your best to it. And also gives you greater fulfillment because um, you're not just chasing, you're enjoying the process. So share with everyone maybe your favorite habit or hack in the whole planning kind of process. Well, my favorite um, ritual is really comes down to my weekly review. It's mm, okay. uh, I call it my Sunday review, and it's something I've been doing for years and years. And mm-hmm. it's uh, I can't even it's so much a part of my being I can't even imagine <laughs> uh, not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's basically what I do: is um, you know you can pick a day of the week that works best for you. For me, I pick Sundays as mm-hmm. the beginning of the week. 
And I simply carve out uh, the same time every Sunday to sit and kind of reflect. Mm -hmm. And what I do during this weekly review is I look back, I pause, and mm -hmm. I think about what I learned, and then I look forward. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm looking back, I ask myself the questions of, well, what did I actually accomplish? And I act, document that. So mm -hmm. I, I do this digitally. You could do it in a notebook or a mm -hmm. journal or in any of your favorite tools. Um, I tend to capture mine in Evernote. Mm -hmm. And so uh, in that, I just document um, what did I accomplish last week? Mm -hmm. And over time, when you keep documenting all of your accomplishments, it's a little bit like You'd mentioned the greatest hits list. Mm -hmm. You have tangible evidence of all the things you've accomplished, mm -hmm. and it tends to stack up. And you feel like, you know, the superstar every right. week because we forget how many things we actually get done because we're so busy doing them. Mm. And once we're done with that list, we move on to the next list, and we never pause and actually get inventory of all the things we've managed to make happen. And mm -hmm. so, taking that time to document the accomplishments, and then reflecting on you know where was i stuck mm -hmm. were there some roadblocks that uh, perhaps held me back maybe mm -hmm. it's a mindset issue maybe it's a skill set issue maybe it's something i need to learn so that awareness of saying where what held me back and just right. bringing awareness to that and so therefore what did i learn from it you know was there an insight uh, was there a failure that mm -hmm. taught me something or perhaps um, a brilliant insight that just came through last week? So being again, being able to document that is a way of instilling that in your mind mm -hmm. and you're sort of learning because you're acknowledging that transformation that's happened. And that is my process for the week before. Mm-hmm. And then I pause to reflect on what is the one focus for the week ahead. Okay. And and typically that's breaking down my 90-day uh, weekly, you know, the, my quarterly plan into mm -hmm. what needs to happen this week. So I generally already have a sense of what needs to happen that week. Mm -hmm. But it's a time to pause and reflect and ask myself, is it still the right focus? Mm. Do I need to pivot? Do I need to do something differently? And so pausing and making that decision helps me be intentional in how I invest my time forward, as opposed to just sticking to a plan that I defined 90 days ago and just going with the flow. It gives me an opportunity to be much more intentional and adjust my plans. But then once I pick that one focus mm -hmm. for that week ahead, then I go about planning that week. And in planning that week, I look at, you know, what, what is my schedule look like for the week? What mm -hmm. um, are the blocks of time I must block must keep to myself because it goes towards my one commitment. Mm -hmm. And instead of just leaving an open calendar where somebody else can take over my time, <laughs> yes. I'm guarding it. It's mm -hmm. precious to me because my one commitment for the week is to get that one thing done. Mm -hmm. And so well, how much time do I need to allocate? What is the best time of the day for me to do it? Which days are the best days? Kind of planning out what my, um, it's really allocating time against mm -hmm. that goal. And going through that exercise of planning, um, and then uh, the best part of it is figuring out, well, how will I reward myself <laughs> <laughs> for taking action? So yes. not reward myself for hitting that goal, but really reward myself for simply taking action. Mm -hmm. So I decide that before the end of the week. So in my Sunday ritual, I actually decide, well, 
I look at what I call my rewards catalog uh-huh. and say, well, what do I want to do to celebrate that? You know, it could be a tangible reward, like mm-hmm. maybe it's getting a massage mm-hmm. or going to a nice dinner, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just doing nothing, you know, mm-hmm. giving myself the time to do nothing or reading a book or mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, whatever that might be. I decide what would feel really great mm-hmm. as a reward for taking action towards my one commitment. And then finally, I end with what am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. And so being able to go through that exercise every week of looking back, pausing and figuring out what's most important, and then looking forward and planning it out and um, really this, giving myself something to be grateful for and something to be excited about mm-hmm. is just a weekly ritual I love. And it's been the, it's allowed me to get through really difficult times and it's allowed me to really be the source of my success. That's brilliant. And it seems extremely tangible to do. You just have to commit and do it. Yes. I think the hard part is not the, uh, you know, the process of the weekly review. The hard part is sticking to it and Mm -hmm. doing it every week. Mm -hmm. For me, it's just on my calendar. It's non-negotiable. And now, frankly, after so many years, it's just a habit. So Mm -hmm. I don't even think twice about it. Okay, everyone. So here's your homework for this week. Pick one habit or hack that we shared with you on this episode and take action on it today. Share it with us the one thing that you picked, and also, how did you celebrate? Be sure to tag us so that we can follow you and share your story. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you can find all the show notes and links to the resources that we mentioned in this episode. See you next week. Thanks for listening. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com, where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. And be sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum, and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting-edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on IamBeyondBarriers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast, or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode.